are listening to the Freeform Rock Podcast with Mark Alden Taylor. Welcome to another edition of the Freeform Rock Podcast. Spock, Spock, I mean, Lee, Lee, where are you, Lee? Ah, ah, the paint's almost dry. I'm ah. Spick. You're ah! Spick? <laughs> Speck or Spick or whatever. I'm, 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 I'm sparkling periwinkle. I'm Lee. I'm, I'm. My body's dry, but my mind is, and I drank. But how are you, Marky Mark? Yeah, I guess I'm having a feminine beer. I'm drinking Blue Moon Apricot. But how is it? It tastes really good. But I like Sammy Hagar, so. Ha <laughs> uh, Um. Um, um, I could imagine him doing Blue Moon of Kentucky. Keep on shining, shine on, and kiss my pink rouge cheeks. You know, I should I should have did a little freaking thing on the drums, but but I like Sammy Hagar. There you go. Yeah, and and and, and I like when I no longer have that problem when I go to the bathroom. You bet Midler uh, it out. <laughs> I, um, um, uh, you bet Midler my ass. <laughs> All right, man. <laughs> so today we're doing an album that you picked from Throwing Muses, Red Heaven. Yep. And yep. Kind of made me think of Sammy because he is the Red Rocker, right? Okay. Yeah. Uh, but have saying. have you heard of them before? I think I've heard of them, but I haven't heard them. Yeah, uh, that was sort of the same way with me. But then, um, when I had this, um, I was like, "Wow!" And it was the first album of theirs that I ever heard. But it was like, I thought this is really good. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, I'm not doing any news, but there's something that really irritated me this week. I read an article and I heard this on. Well, the that's other- news. I heard, Sorry, go on. heard this on another podcast, too, and they kind of agree with me. Uh, I said this on Facebook before I heard them say it. Um, Rat needs to get their shit together. If, if Martini is out of the band, then fuck Rat. <laughs> so they just threw out the best member. <laughs> um, I have my own opinion about that. I think that they were finished years ago, and so it's like, you know... Um, if you want to put real milk back in Velveeta cheese, it's still not going to make it better. So if you leave out the soy protein product, you know, and then if people complain, put soy protein product back in Velveeta, I'm not going to protest. <laughs> so, I mean, if, if it's your bag, if, if you feel the martini needs to be back in rat, fine. But as far as I'm concerned, they were done years ago. Well, he, and, he's the best and, member. And I'm, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, well then, I'll listen to a solo album by him. But I mean, my, my word, I mean... Um, Does he have a solo album? No, I, I don't know. But what I'm saying oh. is, if he did... I would you listen know, to that in a heartbeat. Yeah, yeah, I mean, um, I'm... I like... I was a completist when it came to their EP all the way up to and including Dance Undercover, and I think I also had Look for the Sky or whatever that Reach one for the was sky. called. Yeah. 
And then um, I kind of stopped after that point. Well, they did make a crap album in 1999. Detonator was okay. It wasn't good. But their last album, Infestation, was a return of the old rat. And it was fucking awesome. Then they got. I the did frick- hear that. That was a and great fucking it. album, dude. Eat me alive, eat me alive. Fucking, no, I'm doing Judas Priest version, no. But eat. Oh no, that's it's a, cool. It's a freaking great album, man. I love Infestation, and I was going, oh cool, they kicked out fucking Blotzer's fat ass, and now they got Piercy back again, and now we're gonna get a good fucking album. And I read that shit that he, D. Mart- uh Warren might have been fired. I go, fuck, man. Just when I was I think, going, fuck, we're going to get a great album with a great drummer, not Blotzer. Fuck. I hope this I isn't true. To, yeah. I think to myself, groups like Rat and Motley Crue and Skid Row and even Wasp and all those groups, uh, if you have one key member that everybody feels they need to go, oh, 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 oh I'm so glad oh, 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 he's in the group, then that's all they need. But it's like, Feed the donkey a salami stick, and he's happy. But I'm, I'm like, you know, um, it, I, I think a lot of it's just tired. But hey, um, if if Demartini and Blotzer got back together, I would actually listen to it just because it would be such a weird idea. Well, Demartini needs to be in a band with Piercy. Those two need to be together. I'm glad Crucier came back, but we got Juan back in the band now. He was a great songwriter for them with Martini and and Piercy. So I was good because Crucier wasn't on Infestation. So I'm going, Infestation was that good without him. Just think what it's going to be without Blotzer and a real drummer and Crucier back in the band. Fuck, this album's going to be killer. And then I see fucking Mar- that Martini might have been fired. I go, fuck! <laughs> have you ever seen episodes of The Apprentice um, the show yes I well, watch a celebrity apprentice yeah yeah well what happens is they think we're going to get rid of one team member and then the group's going to get better but then people go on another member and then they get on their case so a lot of times it's not necessarily that person that's wrong what happens is people get their attitudes mixed up they just want one person out and then if the person that they want out gets out, then they go for another one. So you might want to not think in terms of, you know, um, oh, they got this person, now it's going to get better, it's going to be, oh, so they got Blotzer out, now they're going to go for Martini. You know what I mean? Yeah, that but, sort of attitude. But it's Martini- like the celebrity apprentice attitude. Yeah, but Martini owned the name of the rights of the band with Blotzer, and Martini said, I'm not doing rap without Piercy, without Steven. And so fucking, they got their dream together, he fucking kicked up Blotzer, brought Crucier back, and fucking Martini, you have the trifecta there, you got freaking the three best songwriters in the band, you got Crucier, Piercy, and freaking uh, Martini. Well, Crosby wrote a lot of good shit too, but fuck, the three main guys who fucking, and, and Crucier's backing vocals is just... Freaking, it's like Michael Anthony and Rat, you know? It's fucking awesome. Yeah, Michael Anthony and, and Van Halen, I mean, you know. Yeah, but I, I, I think that they should bring back Michael Anthony, but bring him in Rat. I think that would be an interesting idea. You know, so this is the thing, then. You never know what's behind the scenes. They might say stuff to the press, 
but you never know what's going on. Yeah, but that's, this is, that's just, what a, I say, this is so. just a rumor they think he's yeah. getting fired, but yeah. it's from Metal Sludge and with the other guys on the podcast, you know, the, the combat, the... The hard, yeah. the combat rock and metal, hard rock and metal podcast, you know. Yeah. They they were saying the metal. Doctor Fuck was saying it's pretty credible. So fuck, I hope it's. I hope they mess up this time because fucking Martini. I was looking forward to this shit. I was looking for the freaking trifecta to be back together again, man. I was like, fuck. Now I don't. Even, I don't fucking want to hear it. Rat is done with me if Martini's gone because he was the best member of the band to me. I love him. Well, okay, for me. Rat was done after invasion of your privacy, but 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 if they bring back that album, hey, right on. But they well, can't bring to back an album as a member. Go I'm listen just, to Infestation. You know, Do me a favor, listen. I to did, album. I did, I did. I liked it. Yeah. So they but weren't. They, weren't not gonna, they, they got their shit together for that album, but but I'm not going to buy it. I'm just going to listen to it. Yeah, yeah. I'm just, I'm just uh, pissed off because I was so looking forward to a new Rat album with those. Three oh no, I hear you. I, I hear it, you. I hope it happens, and if it doesn't, fuck Rat. <laughs> That's all I gotta say. Yeah. Okay, but but for me, it it would be like if the Beatles got back together and it was only Paul McCartney and Ringo Starr, and then Ringo left, and then people complained because it was only McCartney and the Beatles. It's like, well, hey, you know, go ahead and fight. The Beatles you know, aren't the Beatles without all four. You can't. You can't. I know, like, but but that's it's but like that's Rush like kind of. It's like Rush can't so, go on without Peart. You know. That's sort of how I felt about when with Robin Crosby. As long as Robin Crosby died, I kind of don't care. That's just me. Yeah. But but I respect what you say. I didn't, right. I didn't mean to go off in the orchard. I'll, I'll change what I said. Man, yeah, you're right, man. No, Lord I like you're, you're, Damn it, man. He needs to. He needs to get get back in the band, man. You know, I want to hear an album with Rat, man, with Demartini. Damn it! <laughs> Thanks for changing well, my to, mind, man. I want to You're hear cool. with Crucier, Demartini, and Piercy, and freaking, and then you got Carlos Cavazzo on the other guitar, and then I think Jimmy Jimmy DeGrasso is going to be the drummer, and Jimmy DeGrasso is a way better drummer than fucking Blotzer. So that would have wow. been a killer record. Oh, okay. You're right, and you 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 you're right. You're right, and I and I and I was screwed up so sorry but about I that did thing. I did enjoy Piercy's last solo album Smash you should check that out it's pretty good oh I will then then you are kind of screwed up I, I didn't like it that much but okay but no no you're, you're always right in your opinions even though you were wrong this time but no you're always right I'm always right in my own head <laughs> um okay and uh one thing uh, I think Judas Priest debuted at number five on the charts with firepower yeah nice. um I am afraid of giving my opinion <laughs> in any of the particular Facebook groups, so I've been silent. But I do find the energy still there, and I definitely am not against hearing the album, but... Uh, it's a great album, man. It's, it's Point of entry, it ain't. Point of entry... I'm sorry. Well, my favorite album is Screaming. And uh, oh, then I like right, Painkiller, well, but this one is freaking. This one just blows my socks off. Except for the last track, um, Sea of Red kind of bores me. It kind of sounds like them trying to be Iron Maiden, but it's okay. Yeah, I um, I hate to say this, and and I and and maybe you can edit this part out after I say. I don't it. edit nothing, so. <laughs> okay, well I'm gonna say it anyway. Screw it. I kind of like. 
Book of Souls a little better. Oh, sorry. That's funny because uh, track of the week is coming from that album. <laughs> hey, right on, man. Like I said, you're always you you always have good taste. I like Book of Souls. I don't think it's a crap fest that other people thought. And I'm not one yeah, of these man. Iron Maiden apologists. I like Hagar, so I guess I like shit that people don't like. <laughs> I'm a right apologist. I, I I apologize. Everything Red did is good, and I and and I totally agree with you that that they should hey, I get back together with Deep Martini. It's all good, man. Forget everything I said. I couldn't stand Iron Maiden with Blaze uh-huh. when Dickinson came back. I liked him again. I've liked every album with Dickinson, and I've liked every. I liked it with. Uh, Dr. Fuck got me into Deano. I love those first two albums now. I used to hate them. And Rick and I said, you know what? He, I love he, them. he keeps talking about this so damn much. I need to go fucking buy these and listen to them again. I started listening to them again. They're fucking great albums, man. I, I didn't give Deano a chance, man. Matt, I think it would be cool if they freaking brought Deano up on stage if he could still do it and sing with Dickinson on and Dickinson singing background on the original Maiden Out songs. That'd be awesome. That would be cool. Yeah. Like they did with, uh, what they do with Survivor, they brought up the original singer and Jimmy Jamerson until he died of cocaine, you know. Oh. Freaking, they brought him, they wow. brought the first two singers, and what is it, uh, I think, uh, one dude, what's that guitar player from UFO? Michael Shanker. He's got oh, the yeah. Shanker Fest, where he has all his lead singers from all his albums. He's got Robin McDolly, the guy, the other guy, and the other guy, and the other guy, and the other guy. Uh, yeah. Uh, have you ever, by, by the way, this is just a quick question because I don't want to digress too much, even though digression is my middle name. Have you ever heard Lonesome Crow by Scorpions? Yeah, I have it on my, I, I, I like, yeah, I like all that's Scorpions. My, that's, that's, that's my favorite. And well, that's Michael like, Schenker. I never listened to those albums, but the fucking... Ian and freaking Dr. Fuck, they talk so... Like, Unleashed in the East by Judas Priest, I never heard that. I went and listened to it. That's a fucking furious album. Fucking Virgin Killers by Scorpions. I don't care about the original album cover. I like the one with the band on it, not the one with the 12-year-old girl on there. But fuck. Oh, okay. The old Scorpions are freaking awesome. I, I, I love Shanker and UFO. I didn't know he was really in Scorpions. And I went back because of them talking yeah. about it so much. Those those fuckers that got me in a lot of fucking music I never thought of listening to. Sorry, I tried yeah. King Diamond, guys. I didn't like it. <laughs> I still can't yeah. get over his voice. Even if the lyrics are kind of evil, I do listen to people who have evil lyrics. And same thing with Slayer. I can't get into Slayer. The guy's voice is just terrible to me. I can't handle it. Yeah. Right. Um, there are some of King Diamond's vocals that are very melodic and high-pitched. So you'd probably need to hear some of that stuff. But I just thought he was more like Alice Cooper. But that's hey, just me. But hey, I love Sammy Hagar, so that that's probably my problem. <laughs> um, no. Your problem is you like Bon Jovi. <laughs> I'm still going to get you to do an album by them one day. In fact, that's the one thing, if I have to criticize any of these Sammy Hagar haters, is if they like Bon Jovi better, even by 1%, that's where I disagree. Uh, I've seen Bon because, Jovi. I've been seeing Bon Jovi in concert three times. They put on a great show, man. Because I have to tell you this. This is going to be an official statement. If it's true that Sammy Hagar totally sucks, I'm not saying he does, but if it's true he does, 
if he's with the rest of the band and the band is hot, then you can say only that he sucks. With Bon Jovi, it's not just Bon Jovi himself, but the whole band that sucks. Uh, so it's the difference like between one guy who sucks and everybody who sucks. Well, I'm not going to say that they're bad musicians. I just don't like their songs. Have you and heard? Have you heard Orinthanti? Oh, someone gave me different stuff that uh, Richie Scarlet did on his own, and I thought, why are you giving me another Bon Jovi album? And I and then no, it's Richie Scarlet. I said, well, you don't understand. It sounds just like it. Uh, uh, well, I'll have. Does he do really heavy stuff? No, it's more melodic. Oh. Okay, just like Bon Jovi's melodic, and I hate their melodic shit. I love so, melodic. Well, 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 melodic as in Melissa Manchester. Don't cry out loud. Just keep it inside. Do you like that song, by the way? I know my girlfriend does. My fian- oh my, my fiance, well, I mean. Well. <laughs> hey, if if, if 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 you think that's if you can stand that then more power to you. Alright. So... Only to you, not to me. Let's just digress on this conversation and I just got one All more right, thing thank to say you. about thank what we you. said about last week about Justin baby-ass child, childers or child. Oh, Mr. He's Ch- another guy who sometimes doesn't have very good musical opinions. You're a little bit better because at least you like both mind, stuff that is good and suck. No, well, don't like Donald Trump says, you're about to get fired, but don't say something that will make it happen. Don't be stupid. What I'm going to say is, at least you have some good opinions. He he actually does, so I'm going to take he, back he what does I said. Go some, aboard. He does have some good opinions, but fuck. It's like, I have an opinion, I like the Def Leppard, and then he went off on me. Other people like Def Leppard, but he didn't go off on them. He picked me out. To fuck with me, and I—that's yeah. why I got mad. If he just said yeah. it in general, all you people who like Def Leppard are fags. That's fine, but he replied to my comment and not anybody yeah. else's. That's why I got mad at him because I know he was going after me personally, and he yeah. doesn't seem to understand that shit. So I told him to block me, but my friend told me he's going off on me on the on Bill Wang's page, and I go whatever, man. Like this guy's just—I'm done with this guy. He needs to freaking grow up and and stop putting people down, man. If he doesn't like what they like, fine. You know, say it in general, but don't fucking go off on somebody because their opinion differs than yours. I used to do that. In fact, I admitted to Dr. Fuck on Facebook for everybody to see because he brought it up on his last pod, on their last podcast that I was angry and that's why I made that video about them burning Sammy Hagar fans. I was angry with them. You know, I didn't do it as a joke. Then I and, thought and I was did it as a joke later, but at the time I, I went back and I thought about it after he said that again, and I go, fuck, I did it because I was angry. I was angry with, those, with right. them, and I admitted it to him, and he was proud of me, and I'm fucking great. It's over now. All right. Fucking the truth I, is I out there. Like We're done. Just, all right. I, I'd like to just ask this, okay. if that's okay, because uh-huh. when I first heard it, I thought that it was truthful. And then it seemed like you said it was truthful, 
And then later you might have said that it was a joke. And I almost thought to myself that you might have said it was a joke only because you were wanting to be apologetic because you you didn't want to hurt people's feelings. But but I what I wanna say so was my first instinct right that you you really meant it sincerely. Yes, it wasn't a joke at the time. I was angry with them and I wanted to fucking fuck with them. And yeah. and that's and that's and that's partly why that's why I just why why I felt like like well I mean regardless of whether it was a joke or not I wasn't going to take sides anyway but what I mean is I I didn't think there was anything wrong with what you said well that's it, all it I, was I because mean, I should have just dropped it and either. not said anything you I, know, I, 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 why would I, I want to fuck I, with I those that they both they they were both right they, you know you and they were right they, they never attacked me, but I went and attacked them for no fucking reason. I fucked up, and I told them sorry, and then I admitted it wasn't a joke. Now it's over, and we can move on. And freaking, okay. I love those guys, man. They put out the best fucking podcast there is in the world. And fucking get out there. If, if my eight listeners, our 13 listeners, get out there yeah. and donate to the Rockin' Pod podcast, uh, too. Like Ian Wally says, uh, what is that? Electric Boogaloo. Or whatever, get out there and yeah. donate and put the combat rock and pot, uh, rock podcast. Fuck, I'm drunk. I'm not drunk. Yeah, I'm just. I just had two beers. All I'm right, gonna be drunk. The only, the only thing. But get that out there I and donate say, in their name yeah. and fucking let them destroy the Decibel Geek. I love the Decibel Geek a lot. I love Chris and Aaron, but fuck, I love freaking Doctor Fucking Ian. They are the best. They make my week every time I hear that. Even if they put freaking a King Diamond podcast up. Or something I don't even listen to. I just don't. Li I'm not a. I'm not a freaking Kiss nerd. So I'm not one of those people that just listen to them with the Kiss episodes. I listen to every fucking episode they put out. They fucking kick ass. All right, go listen to that podcast. It's way better than this one. <laughs> all right. Um, the one thing that I will say is that um, you know, um, as far as the band is concerned, that's that's their thing. But as far as I'm concerned, I would never do a ban on anybody. And I don't think that Decibel Geek would ever do a ban on anybody. And I'm only saying this because I'm kind of drinking. But hey, I'm 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 gonna stick up for what I say. But they're still friends. I mean, they can do what they want. And they can do whatever and, they and want. I, and, and I understand. And, and I don't feel bad, you know. But it's like I'll go on. Well, I, I mean, I wouldn't go on a let's kill Lee podcast, you know, like let's, let's get him on Skype and then find his address and then come over with a shotgun. I wouldn't do that. But otherwise I would probably go on most everybody's podcast. But yeah, but what I say is, um, I, I still give my rants and opinions about stuff. So as far as I'm concerned, if, if someone feels a certain way about something and they feel so strongly that they want to talk about it, I don't think that's wrong. But then again, that's just me. Yeah, they could do whatever they want. I fucked with them. You know, I deserved that shit. And okay. I deserved to be banned from the page because I freaking said, uh, he warned me he was going to ban me from the page. I said, go ahead. I don't care. So I freaking threatened him. You know, I freaking fucking fucked with them and they didn't fuck with me. It was unprovoked and they deserved, I deserved what I got from it. So I fucking take my medicine like a man. And freaking, I'm glad we're friends. I'm uh, glad we're, I don't know if we're friends or brothers or whatever. But fuck, I respect the hell out of both of those guys, and they fucking kick ass. That's all I gotta say. Okay, right on. All right, man. 
Well, let's get into this record by Throwing Muses from 1992. It was released August 11, 1992. It's Red Heaven. Let me uh, read the synopsis of this from uh, Wikipedia. Red Heaven is a 1992 album by American alternative rock band Throwing Muses. Released by Sire Warner Brothers Records, recorded at the Power Station at Fort and Fort Apache Studios. Following, following the departure of Ta Tanya Donnelly and Fred Abong, Red Heaven was recorded by Kirsten or Kristen. Yeah, Kristen. Kristen Hirsch and drummer Dave Narzizio, with the help of former bassist Lee Langston. Former Husker Du vocalist guitarist Bob Mole took time off from the new band Sugar to record vocals for Dio. Initial copies of the album came with the otherwise unavailable Kristen Hirsch solo acoustic album live at Maxwell's Hoboken. Mm -hmm. Okay, all songs are written by Kristen. Kristen Hurst. Sorry yep. if you're listening to this because I know he tweeted you. Uh, well, well, you were well, well, you were a Christian. Uh, you, you're not a Kristen, but you're a Christian. Oh, sorry. <laughs> All right, go on. Well, you know, some <laughs> people will go Kristen or Christian, Kristen. You know, they. I I sometimes actually thought it was Kirsten by accident. So you know, um, the I's and the R's sometimes get get away from me too. Yeah. So this was the first time I heard this album, and I do. This is like. I've heard of this band, like I've heard of Husker Du. I like, I've heard more Husker Du than I've heard of this band. But I never yeah. really took the time to listen to them till you said you wanted to review this record. And, yeah. And we're a team here, so we go week by week. You do one, I do one, you do one, I do one. You we know. go around the mulberry bush week by week. You do one, <laughs> I do one, we go around the mulberry bush. Okay, kids, stop playing like that. All right. I'm going. <laughs> well, let's get into this album. Let's see. Okay. But the first song is one of the three songs you picked off this album, Furious. Yep. So here's Furious on the Freeform Rock Podcast by Throwing Muses.
That was Throwing Muses, Furious. What did you think about that song, Lee? Oh, well, in my opinion, the best song on the album. It packs a punch, and if you haven't heard Throwing Muses before, this is a good song in which to start. It has intense energy without sounding too intense. It's almost quiet intensity, the sort of intensity Pink Floyd had, even though this does not sound at all like Pink Floyd. Great song. Yeah, from the beginning chord, I liked it. It sounds like a female R.E.M. to me. The band sounds really good. Wow. Though. I like this cool. album. Freaking yeah. good, good song. I like it. Let's cool. get into track two, Fire Pile. What do you think of this one? This sounds like Jane Weedland's solo, or should be Jane Weedland's solo. Jane Weedland needed to be a little more gutsy, but this is a good deep cut. I could kick back with a drink and dance to this when nobody's looking. Nice. Well, I said again, total R.E.M. mixed with Lone Justice. You ever heard of Lone Justice? Oh, definitely. Yeah, it sounds like Maria McKee, you know, a little bit here. Yeah, here. right it's on. Just, in fact, I like this song. This is something I would buy after one listen. <laughs> right on. Really cool track, man. I liked it. And then cool. we get into your second song you picked off this record, which was a little confusing to me, but I texted you about it, and we'll get into that when we get back. So here is Dio by Throwing Muses on the Freeform Rock Podcast.
Okay, that was Dio by Throwing Muses. Uh, this song confused me because I said, what? They wrote a song about Ronnie James Dio? <laughs> and I go, what? Uh, do I need to put my horns up? Is Dio going to sing on this track? But then I heard it. It had nothing to do with Dio. Tell me what you found out about this song before well, you talk I about it. Well, I found out that um, one abbreviation for D-I-O is from Australia. It's like the Australian military. It's says defense intelligence officer and this song talks about a soldier so i'm thinking that's possible i don't know if that's exactly true but uh sometimes i've heard that their lyrics and their song titles might not be exactly linear or logical but just what feels good but i think that this might have something to do with it Okay, because it was confusing, and I heard the song, and I go, it has nothing to do with the, the metal god, Dio, you know. <laughs> but uh, tell me uh, why you like this song. Oh, this has a cool punk rock energy, and it rocks. One of the better songs on here. Makes me want to shake my fist. Good tune. Yeah, I put rocking song, fave off, off the album, and then I said, why call it Dio? And then we right on. explain that why they called it why we think they called it Dio. But great well, maybe song, she man. thought that maybe she thought that since it would be your favorite song, she wanted to name him ap- name it after your favorite singer. Yeah. Well he's not <laughs> my favorite singer. My favorite singer is Robin Zander, Cheap Trick. Oh, okay. That guy could fucking sing anything. I love that guy. Well well then she needs to change the song to Xander. <laughs> <Never mind. laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> All right, yeah. you should, you should, she should do a duet with Xander. I think they would sound really good together. Hey, that's pretty cool. You should tweet her that. Uh, yeah, I will. In fact, when I give her the link to this podcast, I'll mention that. All right, and then we get into track number four, Dirty Water. What did you think of this one? The first part of the song sounds like it's just filler, but then it changes and sounds kind of like the group Magazine, Howard DeVoto's group, and the song gets better. Overall, not bad. Alright, I said, like this song. Very good driving beat. Very good song. This is my first listen. I'm probably yeah. going to have to go buy this and, uh, and listen to it. It's 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 actually pretty damn good. It's pretty damn good. It's it's in the genre. I, I like R.E.M. And they remind yeah. me of like a female punk R.E.M., you know. Really good. Oh, like right it. on. Yeah. And, cool. Uh, I wonder if... She, I would suck if she really hates R.E.M. and then I'm saying they sound like R.E.M., you know? I I don't think, well, I I, I don't know, but I, well, I would I'm not think that. I'm talking R.E.M. genre like to um, the, the IRS days, too. Until, yeah, well... Warner um, Brothers, but the last three albums went back to the old R.E.M. So. Yeah, but I will say that um, some of her solo albums are kind of acoustic sounding. So... I, I would say she's probably at least a Peter Buck fan. Cool. And then we get into a 58-second song called Stroll. What do you think of this one? This is like psychedelic Burt Yanch time, like I'm stoned and wandering around in a tunnel looking at kaleidoscopic images. Very cool. Very short, but complete. I just said boring. Sorry, this is the oh. first song I don't like. You mean it, you, you it wouldn't like to you wouldn't like to be stoned on kaleidoscopic colors? Never. I don't Go know on. what that means, man. I'm, oh, seeing, right. I'm seeing colors, man. No, I never yeah. dropped acid, so I don't know what people talk about. 
I, fuck, I don't know either. I fuck I'm, with I'm, people on acid, though, man. I go, look, you're in a box. <laughs> oh, believe it or not, I, 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 I actually was, I, I was starting to do that to someone who was on acid, and then I realized he was getting really freaked out. So I said, I'm, I'm just kidding with you. I'm sorry. Well, my, and then, then he was better. My friend told me they, uh, this guy was on acid, and they, they like took their fingers and drew a box around him. Said, "You're in a box. You can't leave." And then he was huh. sitting there knocking. Can I leave now? Can I get out? And I go, oh my god! That's that just... actually, that that sounds like, you know, a friend of mine who I do music with on, on Wednesdays, you know, one of my good friends, he talked about he was with a friend of his, and they were walking down the street, and the guy just all of a sudden stopped, and he wouldn't move. And he was looking at the um, flowers, for about 10 or 20 minutes and wouldn't go and my friend said he didn't know what to say but he finally just took a chance and said the daisies told me that it's okay for you to walk again <laughs> and the guy went okay and then they went on and he said it worked <laughs> that's funny alright well let's get into the longest song off the record Pearl yeah. what do you think of this one? Oh. I almost picked this as one of my favorites, but we only could pick three. But very cool song. If you know of songs like Heather Nova's Sugar or even Patti Smith's Horses, you'd get the idea of the song building up to an awesome rocker. Forget Stairway to Heaven. This is my idea of a build-up rocker song. Oh, hell no. <laughs> well, hell yeah. I love Stairway. That's this me. song is not uh, better than Stairway. Come on. Uh, um, it's a well, good Stairway's song. Stairway's not better than it. All right. Well, let's let's well, get oh, let's oh, get oh, my... Well, maybe you. Uh, I I pick Tomato. You pick Bon Jovi. Whatever. All right. This is <laughs> this is really cool acoustic. In the beginning, I love the voice. It's gruffy and smooth. It kind of reminds me of Tom Petty. Mm, and cool. uh, and then the song just starts <coughs> rocking. I love this song. It's a great track, yeah. but it's not better than Stairway, no, by all well, means. Well, maybe it's as good. All right, and then we get into track seven, Summer Street. What do you think of this one? This has a Beatles rubber soul sound to it. I could hear Ringo or John sing it. It's not one I love. It's perhaps the weakest song on the album. Yeah, it's a kind of kind of Doors mixed with R.E.M. and Stevie Nicks. It's a cool song, but it kind of filler. All right. And then I wouldn't skip it, though. And then we get into the instrumental track at a minute 08 called Vic. What do you think of this one? This is one very short song that actually sounds complete. Kind of like something I would do. Maybe I could do a cover version. This is really cool. Oh, fuck. I was thinking maybe you and Dr. Fuck, when you guys see ELO in the summer, man, you guys could do a frickin' do some tracks together, man. <laughs> oh, definitely. We're, we are going to. Sorry, you're not invited. Ah, you but... saw my post, huh? <laughs> yeah, I thought you, 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 he should have shut up, but no, I'm sorry. I don't say stuff like that. He, what you do... can say what you want. I just said, man, I'm jealous that you guys are going to go see ELO, ELO and hanging out together, man. I'd love to hang out with you and Wang and, and Dr. I couldn't. Fun. I could imagine that all of a sudden we're walking and all of a sudden um, one of them has, like, they got their leg 
apparently caught someone. They go, what the hell? And they look, and there's a dog, and it's actually you on the ground chewing on their pant leg, saying, let me in, let me in. And they go, get out of here, doggy. <laughs> Sorry. All right, whatever. All right. Let's get a track night. No, I know if it were me that you chew the pant leg on, I wouldn't say no. I would be very cool about it. I'll so I'll, I'll be quiet. Maybe I lift my leg and pee on you like a dog. <laughs> hey, um, that, that, that gives me an idea of a song. Lift my leg, da-na-na-na-na, do as a dog, da na na Never mind. Pee on my friend, da na na I got around with a little pee from my friends. <laughs> I use rags after the pee from my friends. Never mind. <laughs> All right. Then we, I, oh, wait. I said it's a cool instrumental. Cool. And then we get into track nine, Back Road. What do you think of this one? This is a really good acoustic folk song with a slight Sandy Denny touch, but not too much of that. Then it switches and sounds a little more like a Tanya Donnelly composition. It switches back and forth from acoustic to Tanya Donnelly sounding, and I like that. It's a runner-up for one of my favorites on here. Okay, Tanya Donnelly. She was she the original singer, or was it always Kirsten? She she Kirsten. she was in the group, also. Okay. All right. Yeah, I when I read that in the beginning. All right. Tanya Donnelly was also in the group Belly. If you know them, I have no idea. Wow. Uh... Okay. And I, I know when this podcast is over, you're going to send me videos in my in my messenger, in my text. I, I, I can send you a belly video, I yes. I know you are. <laughs> okay. <All> okay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and I, this is what I said. I said, cool song, love it. Cool. And, and then we get into the third track you picked off this album called The Visit. So when we come back, we'll talk about The Visit by Throwing Muses on the Freeform Rock Podcast.
That was The Visit by Throwing Muses. Why'd you pick this track, Lee? This could have been a Duran Duran song. Ooh, yeah. I could definitely hear Simon Le Bon singing this. They'd have to have the original members to do it, but it could be done. I really like this a lot. It's a deep cut, but it's one of my favorites. Yeah, this is what I said. Guitar sounds like 10,000 Maniacs, and I li- love this song. Good song. That's cool. It has a little 10,000 Maniacs feel to it for some reason. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I like them. You like 10,000 Maniacs? Oh, yeah. I um, I liked In My Tribe, and I liked um, the one, I forget, something Zoo, Blind Man's Zoo, was it? Yeah, I don't or, know why. Her, her voice is just like soothing yeah. to me. I, I, I remember having Natalie a 16, Merchant. Yeah. Yeah, I remember having a 16 magazine when Natalie Merchant just started out and and I and I didn't know of them but I liked her and I thought, "Wow, this is cool. I want to find out about this group." All right, and then we get into track 11, 55 seconds called Dovey. Yeah. Dovey or Dovey? I would say Dovey. Okay. What do you think of this? The Beatles did songs that were meant to be unfinished, but they put those songs on their albums anyway. This sounds like it was a riff that wasn't developed into a song. I think the riff is interesting, but I would like to have heard how it could have been developed more. I just said it sounds like a filler track to me. Yeah, yeah. In other words, you you, um, said what I said, but with less words. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I used less words. Right. Yeah. And then we get into track 12, Rosetta Stone. What do you think of this one? This sounds like the Go-Go's. I could hear this on the album Talk Show. Wow, Kristen Hirsch could have been a member of that group in my aesthetic assessment. I, I like the, the tempo changes. Oh, yeah. And they keep this song from being a it's not just a Go-Go's type tune. I dig it. Yeah, it's a. It, this is what I said. Like it. The bass is killer. Good song. Really good. I like it. Right on. And this is just my first listen to it, and I actually like this album, Lee. Good cool. job. Cool. Right on. And then we get into track thirteen, the last track of the album, Carnival Week. What do you think of this one? To me, this could. This sounds a little bit like they were influenced by Golden Earring. Some songs of Golden Earring have that eerie style to them. This song has sort of a European flavor to it, in my opinion. It's definitely a very deep cut. But each time I hear it, I hear something that I haven't heard before. And it's interesting. It's a good closing number. Yeah, I said a good song to end a cool record. A little Lou Reedish with little Chris Isaac thrown in. Oh, yeah! That guitar, that... Sounds like oh, Chris definite. Isaac. And then oh, the yeah. lyrics are kind of Lou Reedish. Yeah! Yeah, that's yeah, what I got I, out of it. I think that you actually had the... You said what I should have said, but you said it. But that's cool. <laughs> wow. We were actually <laughs> on the same mind link with that one. Wait, actually, wait. no, you were on the better league than me. <laughs> I was on the Mark League. You were on the Lee League. All right, so that <laughs> that was Red Heaven by Throwing Muses from 1992. And the members of the band are... Kristen Hirsch, guitars, vocals, David Nar- Narcizio, I can't say your name, dude, if you listen to this, I'm sorry. Drums Probably Narzio. Probably Narzio. Well, there's a C in it, so I want to say Narcio. You know, well, but I, probably the C is silent. 
<laughs> okay, I, I have no idea. Drums, backing vocal, and Leslie Langston vo bass. And Bob Mole did vocals on Dio. Huh. Yeah. Which album by Dio? <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Probably Master of the Moon. <laughs> I love that album, though. Fine. I love all Dio albums. He had a oh. little lame ones here and there, but I don't think he ever made a bad record to me. But oh. I like Sammy Hagar again, so... Yeah. No, and Bon Jovi, right? Uh, I will. Right. I'll pen Bon Jovi. So, well, I won't put him in a pen and eat him, but... Never mind. <laughs> what's your track of the week this week, Lee? Oh, um, a song that, in a way, in coincidental fashion, kind of reminds me of this group. But it's a song by Joe Walsh from his album You Name It, You Bought It. And the song is called Shadows. Shadows. I love Joe Walsh. Yep. I even like the album Got Any Gum. <laughs> huh. And like I said earlier in the podcast, I was going to pick a track off of Book of Souls. I'm going to ah. pick the beginning track from the Iron Maiden record, If Eternity Should Fail. Oh. Iron Maiden. I love that song. I was listening to it this morning. I go, this has got to be the track of the week. I do okay. love this album, but I'm just going to keep riding this joke, but I do like Sammy Hagar. So... All right. <laughs> All right. And I, mean, I like Leo Sayer. So there. So keep on dancing then. Yeah, I do like that song. I bet you do. Uh, my, my mom but, did too. <laughs> I, I'm also going to give you an early song by Leo Sayer. Please don't hate me for it. I think you'll like it. It's not going to sound like that. All right. Well, that was the podcast today, and next week, Lee, I want to use my Rush book. I'm going to do one of my favorite 80s albums by Rush. And I just lost the title in my head. All right. Uh, then let me pick it. Oh, it's my turn. <laughs> oh, shit. Well, I, I'll probably pick what you're going to say. Fuck, this is freaking terrible. Can I, can, I, can I give um, a hint and see if it's it? Okay, go ahead. Um, Distant Early Warning? I mean, um, whatever one that's from? Yeah, that album. How'd you know? I, I don't Grace know. Grace Under Pressure! My... Yeah, there it is. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, just di I'm just digressing with you guys. I was fucking with you guys. I knew the album all along. I wanted to see uh -huh. what they did. Wow. But, but, hey, that's one of my favorites. Cool. And we're going to have... A, I'm going to get to pull up my Rush book on this one. Yeah, I, um, I'm going to do Grace Under Pressure by Rush. One of the most hated albums by fans when it first came out. But we'll get into that next week on the Freeform Rock Podcast. Until then, here's the tracks of the week. Joe Walsh, Shadows, Iron Maiden, If Eternity Should Fail. All right, until next week, Lee, take it sleazy, man. Okay, you too, Mr. Marky Marky. Yeah, lovely. I don't, I don't have a damn funky bunch, man. Come on. Funky All right. Well, 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 then, Mr. Marcus Aurelius, meditation Greek author. <laughs> Take care, man. All right, man. Take it easy, man.
is Necropolis. I am formed of the dead. I am the harvester of the soul. And I suck the lives from around my bed. My only two sons, I gave them breath. And I filled them their living corpses with my bile. What humanity I knew, I had long forgotten. For me, eternity is nothing but a short while. Now let's get into the promos. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday! I wanna rock! Sunday, Sunday, Sunday! You gotta fight! For your right! Sunday, Sunday, Sunday! We've got Bush! Sunday, Sunday, Sunday! That's right, bangers. Cold beer, hot women, loud music, and copious amounts of hairspray and spandex. Every Sunday, 9 p.m. Eastern, the Big Bushy Power Hour is the biggest party on that metal station.com. Ear Pillar, the podcasting and interview news site. To keep up with your favorite bands or artists and the podcasts or interviews where they appear, go to earpillar.com to find out what we're all about. You haven't listened to Mars Attacks podcast? What are you waiting for, man? Host Victor M. Ruiz brings you all types of hard rock and metal-based podcasts. You'll find everything from music-based episodes, interviews, to series such as ultra-sexy classic album series, where some of your favorite musicians, producers, journalists, and show hosts comments on the albums that push the evolutionary chains of hard rock and metal. Get with it and go to MarsAttacksRadio.com to find out more. Punch it, get blasted! From New York. Hey, 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 hey! What up, bangers? From North Carolina. Skitter pal, meow meow. This is Bushy. And the Mountain. Tune in every week for your listening pleasure only on the plug with Bushy and the Mountain Man. You can find us on Podbean and iTunes. Thank you very much! Hey, this is Lee Gerstmann, and if you like to hear some stuff that's like, you don't know what it's gonna be, and even if it's stuff that I don't even know what it's gonna be, check me out on what I call the Lee Gerstmann Show, and it's just me doing reviews, or me doing horsing around, or whatever I'm doing, check it out, please. You have just listened to the Freeform Rock Podcast. All music played on the Freeform Rock Podcast belongs to its owner. If you like it, go out and buy it. Get your music on Amazon, iTunes, or at your local record store. Support what you love. Support the artist by seeing them live. Purchase their music. The Freeform Rock Podcast is not affiliated with any of the artists or music that we play. 
Thank you for listening to the Freeform Rock Podcast. We'll see you on the next episode. Until next time, stay free and rock on.